Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, spiritual growth, vocation, or even your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Welcome again to Next Step Leadership Podcast. Um, Chris Maxwell, Tracy Reynolds is here with me again. And uh, Tracy, last week it was just like uh, we're sitting beside a scholar, uh, a pastor, an artist. Uh, that was just so deep and true yeah. and needed. And now we can pick up and continue that conversation. Yeah, we're blessed to have uh, Dr. David Cooper with us, the lead pastor at Atlanta's Mount Perrin Church. Uh, I've had the privilege of knowing he and his his wife, Barbie, who's also a profoundly good biblical teacher. Uh, And uh, their family for 40 years. Man, that doesn't seem possible, but it is. So welcome back, David. Nice to be with you again. Well, I want us to take this conversation a bit different because not everybody knows uh, David Cooper, the musician. Now, if you've been around Mount Perry in the last several years, you've gotten to learn that he's an excellent guitarist, but also the heart of a psalmist. Um, I met David. We Music was probably that that linked us together earliest, um, and he had written some songs. It was fun to learn those and to play those. But uh, you've continued that and become uh, recorded a number of projects and whatnot. So I want to talk about music and, and how I, that's something you started as a kid. Where, what was the genesis of music and your whole uh, journey in, in the music field? A second grade, Park Lane Elementary. Well, we played the little recorder first. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> I learned to read the, the music score, you know, that helps. And... Uh, we had the band in school, and uh, my parents put a trumpet in my hand. My older brother played trumpet, mm-hmm. so I guess they figured that's what I was going to play. And I, I took I, I took right to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our band, our school was one, grades one through seven. Mm-hmm. We're, our church is helping that school now, and um, I was really so good at it. And I know you played trumpet. I was yeah. third grade. I was first chair over the seventh graders. Wow! And then my brother Bill and I, we played duets in church, and I always played, you know, the first part and uh, played in. We did in state competitions. I, I really, I don't know. I just picked picked it up, and I was obsessed with drums. Had a friend down the street that had a like a little starter drum set. I was obsessed with drums until <laughs> I was like fourteen. Every Christmas or birthday, I'd be getting more blue sparkle <laughs> drums. Oh, they were different makes, but they're all blue sparkle. I was I sit and draw drum kits in class and get in trouble in school. And um, I don't know. I just always loved music. I when went into high school and our high school was eight through twelve at the time. They had a Seven Eleven across the street. I I wouldn't use my lunch money. I'd go buy when a music magazine had come out and sit there and you know obsess over that instead of paying attention in class. I just loved music. And go borrow my older brother's albums and so forth. And I didn't have a stereo, but I just always loved music. And I loved it in church. I loved singing. I remember as a little boy singing from the hymnal with my parents standing there when I was old enough to at least read the words. And I didn't realize you skipped every other line. I was following, you know, verse one. <laughs> so I'd sing the first line of verse one. Then I'd sing the first line of verse two. I didn't know you had to keep jumping down. You know? <laughs> it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I've always loved music, the sound, mm. the feeling. I listen to music all day long still. Mm. I sleep with music on mm. for some reason. I love the sound. of. I love it in all forms. I, I don't. I love music excellence. I love the mm-hmm. pursuit of it. It's it's infinite. Like you, no matter how much you learn about it, you just almost feel like you don't know anything. And I so keep true. trying to get uh, better. And I've taken voice lessons. And I ended up studying jazz guitar for almost four years. And mm-hmm. it's a, it's a wonderful gift. God's a musician. You know, he's a trumpet yep. player. When the trumpet of the Lord shall <laughs> sound, and time shall be no more. And you know, he <laughs> loves music. Well, I I love that we share that. David, and um, you've recently written a couple of worship songs that are, are actually on, on Spotify, and, and uh, so, and I know you've also done some instrumentals. So, tell us a bit about your most recent music, David. Those two songs written the first in the summer of the pandemic. I was very distressed personally, having closed our campus for five months and seeing the church empty on Sunday had a traumatic effect upon me, not just for Mount Perrin, but for all the churches. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't comprehend that the Christian church was closed on the Lord's Day. It was very sad. And uh, I wrote that song, not trying to write it, in the sanctuary during the week. I, we have a beautiful grand piano, and I'm not really a pianist. I taught myself to play and picked up from, I probably got stole some things from you and my <laughs> brother's a good pianist. Enough to do singer-songwriter stuff. And uh, I don't know, I was just playing and Psalm 27 is my favorite. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I will wait on the Lord, he says at the end. Mm. And so I was singing that. You know, I was just praying. The Lord is my light and my salvation. That you know, Within a couple of days, that's, that song just kind of came to me. And we've produced it, and the choir sang on it. Uh, yeah, it's on Apple and Spotify. Very moving, very moving. So it's, a, it's a declaration. I will wait. I believe every promise. In the middle, it's like a chant, a declaration. Because I needed to make it that I believed that we would get through this, that we would. You know, if you told me you could close a mega church and survive, I would have never dreamed that was possible. And mm. we all saw the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God for us. Wow. Uh, we did. And then uh, within the about a year ago, I wrote this other one. Same type of experience. I was I was not in the same uh, place emotionally, but it was uh, so. It's a pr- personal prayer called "Draw Me Near." And it kind of, I think in my unconscious, there's a little bit of that draw me nearer and nearer, blessed Lord. Mm-hmm. At the very yeah. end, I add that, I tag that one line to that precious bleeding side. But it's a prayer for God to draw me closer to him. You know, Jesus said in the Gospel of John, no one comes to me unless the Father draws him. Mm. So I, I pray for God to draw me nearer to him. Mm. You know, David, one of the things I, as, as being one of your keyboard players at, you know, at, at a local church, playing at the end of sermons or maybe leading worship, um, there were a lot of times, you know, we, back in that day, we had church on Sunday morning, and then we also had church at Sunday night. And the Lord blessed our Sunday night service. There were a lot of people that came from other churches. Yes. Just, I think, a hunger for the, the open time of worship and the, the Word of God. And there was, we kind of threw the, the clock out the window and just really had a, a, a sweet time of fellowship. But I'll never forget, uh, as, as I've listened to you talk last week and then again this week, the centrality of Jesus at the heart of that. I, I can still... I don't have to close my eyes. I can hear either you playing or me playing for you. I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather have Jesus, the simplicity of that. And here we are, you know, some almost 40 years later, that's still 
the central theme mm. that uh, that God has has placed in your heart is I'd rather have Jesus in it, and even the songs that you've written, all the way back to Lord, I'm just going to trust you. You know, uh, yes, mm. that is a beautiful song. I'd rather have Jesus, and then the one that I sing all the time, and people would always want me to sing. It's my desire, it's my desire. Yep. You know, I only heard that performed by Donnie McGuire at Lee College one time. And this is this is crazy, but that song stuck in my head. I've never even seen the music score, but and I don't even know if I do it right. It just always stuck in my mind. I can still play it on the piano. And and it that's another that, you know, it's my desire to live for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it obviously is your desire to live for him. And uh the, you know, decades later to see that you're still faithful to that is inspiring. Uh, so music and musical expression, uh, you also play guitar, and it doesn't have to have lyrics, does it, David, to glorify God? No, that was a, a fairly new pursuit within the last, I think it began 10 or 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother Tim decided that we were going to study jazz. He was a classical pianist. I don't know why. He's a the great musician. Yeah, he is. Very different. He approaches it very structurally, and I approach it very spontaneously. You know, very different <laughs> approaches. So that was a that was an arduous task. I'm not sure that anybody could ever become a jazz guitarist, but nonetheless, I spent almost four years. But uh, and then Dole Dykes has become mm. a good friend of mine in the last several years. And the first time I heard him play "How Great Thou Art" here at Mount Perrin, I thought I told Barbie going home from church, I said, if I could ever just play one instrumental on a guitar. And that was that's what got me into that. And uh, I took about ten years developing the art of solo guitar, which is like sometimes they call it chord melody, mm-hmm. but it's playing a guitar more classically. And I've studied that where you're playing the song, just like you play an instrumental piano. You have the chord mm-hmm. underneath in the, in the melody on the top, and it takes you have to. I've learned to uh, interpret the songs and arrange them. I've studied a lot about that, and. I've, uh, I've got Christmas on guitar. I just did Beatles on guitar, mm. a one-man band. Uh, I've got several and hymns on guitar that you—they're all those are online as well. And uh, that, that was that was most difficult uh, musical quest of my life was to become a solo guitarist. That is the most difficult thing to do on an instrument. And I did spend a little over a year taking voice lessons several years back, and that helped me in. Uh, some other good singers have been able to sing with to become a, a, a better, a much better expressive singer. That um, music's a great thing. You can have it's like anything you can have talent for, it, and everybody has talent for something, whether it's mathematics or athletic, whatever it is. But talent, you, it has to be tested. You have to you have to go the extra mile and study and learn to get better at anything, including preaching. I know we got a lot of ministers. No matter what it is, the talent is not enough to get us there. We have to have rigorous training. Mm-hmm. Uh, to even get a little bit better. That's really good. I love your passion to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that then the dedication to follow that up with the rigor. That's a great word. Uh, the discipline to, to do that. Um, and I think when I think about a lifelong learner, I think you emulate that, David, and, and that inspires me because I, I buy that. I, I've drunk that Kool Aid as well. And I know you do. It's 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 stimulating. It's encouraging to do that. Um, tell us about the. We're going to geek up a little bit here, uh, Chris. Sorry about that. But when you're playing with other musicians, 
describe that dynamic of give and take and, and talk about learning and being able to follow somebody kind of instinctively. I bet you know where Tim is going to go, your brother, when he plays uh, keyboards. You probably almost know where he's going at the again, conclusion of a phrase or whether he's going to repeat this. Uh, talk about that dynamic some. I love playing in a band. I love the chemistry. And my, my musical preference is rock and roll. I love the energy yep. and the passion because that's more of the way I'm wired. I love the spontaneity within the structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I love being a part of the group as well, the whole. Uh, and th- you bring up an interesting point. Uh, yeah, you're a very different musician than, say, my brother Tim and, and others I've been able to. I've been very fortunate to play with cre- great musicians, far better than me. But that's an interesting point because they're different. Like my brother Tim is whatever he's doing, I just have to get behind it. He does not care what I'm doing. It's my job to keep up with him. <laughs> and he's not what I'm doing. He, you know, he's he's gonna do his own thing. So that some of the different, some of the musicians are more flexible than others. And uh, mm-hmm. I've got other friends uh, that I perform with that just they're more dominant. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so it's either you do your thing and they'll compliment you or when they do theirs other people can blend in a little more holistically i know you and Lindsay did a lot of duets mm-hmm. together and were yeah. great and learned to play together and i think uh like in a worship service that's one of the mm-hmm. secrets of mount Perrin is mark blankenship is still with me yeah. and uh music and the message is for me is the same thing so it's much easier for him as and you did the same thing for uh, i think for the music minister of a church to have a pastor that's musical is easier for the for the music or the or the worship director because some churches are all cut and dry the music's over boom it just ends like a dry break you know and i kind of like keep the music going the whole time uh so i think it's you know the word um symphony mm. is in the new testament in first corinthians 1 and 10 he said i appeal to all of you that you agree with one another so that you may be perfectly united in mind and thought the word agreement is the greek word symphono for symphony mm. And to be in a symphony, a band, a school band, or any type of a band, um, you don't play all the time. You have certain parts. Sometimes you take the lead. Sometimes you take the melody. Sometimes you sit this one out. You have to follow the director. You have to tune up. There's so many applications of a symphony or a band that apply to a church living in unity. I so agree. Or any kind of organization. Yes. Uh, it, it's you know it requires me to listen. It requires me to know my. You mentioned it before your strengths and your weaknesses, uh, and I love the part. Where sometimes it's yielding to the to the better player or yielding to the more dominant player. Or I, as a trumpet player, you know there are entire symphonies where you might not play not one note or may play you know two bars and in, in four whole movements, and you got to yeah. be okay with that. Yeah. And you got to pay attention too, because <laughs> when you're counting those blank measures, you know you can lose uh, track of where you are as well. Absolutely. Well, this has been fascinating. Um, tell us some more of the things you're more recently doing. Uh, I know you've written. I, I would, I'm just going to guess and say probably 25 plus books, uh, and you're always writing and doing different things. Some, what are some of the things beyond your music that you are currently doing or, or you've recently done that you would just like to share? I've just written a new discipleship program for the church. We hope to launch in the fall. It will be, I want to make a like a 15, a 20 minute video with each one. I do a Bible study every week, which I started during the pandemic, which I love. And now it's 15 minutes. It's on my podcast. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing the gifts of the Holy Spirit right now. One of the greatest studies I've ever done, new things, and I'll publish a study guide with it. So you can subscribe to that, and it comes out every Wednesday morning on demand. It's just 15 minutes. It'll change your life called Dig Deep. Mm. The uh, new program is called Discipleship Now. It's nine weeks. It's more applicable to like living your life as a disciple and even becoming a disciple in the church because we're losing that discipline of people going to church and being a part of church mm. life. Very excited about that. We hope to have that published where we can, we're going to launch that churchwide. It'll be self-study, group study. Uh, I'll have a video version as well. Uh, we're laying out the, I've got a, someone laying out the uh, materials first class booklet that goes with that. I'm very excited about that because I think the church today has got to go back into the basics of discipleship that have been lost today mm-hmm. and rebuild people. And how do you function in a church and uh, go to a church and serve in a church and so mm-hmm. forth because the world needs the witness of the church. Uh, my new book, The Best Version of You, I've been working on that for three years. I think it's one of the greatest ones I've written. Uh, I'll put it out, you know, sometime. Uh, I, I have another devotional being written, but I write those very slowly. It takes several years because I don't try to a daily devotional. Maybe my third one. Barbie helped me with the second one. She wrote the prayers in it. Um, I don't know. That's probably with 200 of those articles are done. Um, yeah, I'm always writing something. I find that the sermons and the books and the musics, to me, it's all the same thing. It's a way of me communicating about Jesus and the gospel and giving people, you know, hope to live and inspiration. Mm. I appreciate uh, the time that we've had, David. This has been rich. It's good. We've gone a lot of different directions, yeah. uh, but uh, I'm okay with that. That's kind of my personality. So. <laughs> my mind too. Mind to too. Spontaneous. Well, listening to you guys talk about, talk about music, you know, I'm not into music. I love listening to it. I love the the writing side, uh, being an author, I love that side, but I've also loved listening to each of you play music. And the times that I've listened to each of you play, you guys have taken me there. And I think that's mm-hmm. what uh, your stories do. And David, as you're talking about Scripture, as you're quoting Scripture, uh, as you're preaching to your congregation, uh, you take people there. You take people to Jesus. So thank you. Thank, thank you for you. making a positive difference. I mean, You've, you have endured, uh, you have been faithful to the Lord. I like that thought of steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord. Uh, Tracy, and I see that in you, David, so thank you for doing that. Well, I'll tell you, the greatest thing about music I ever heard was Barbie told me once, if you can't sing to it or dance to it, what's it good for? So, you know, <laughs> that's uh, that's the biggest influence maybe on songwriting or anything to me of, and uh about faithfulness, I was. You said that, but how could how could we not be anything but faithful to a man who carried a cross for us? How could we not do the one thing that is within our power? We can't be perfect. Mm-hmm. We can't be flawless. We can't be great, but we can be faithful. It's the one thing we're capable of being. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I so I, I'm moved by that. Yeah, and and how can we how can we keep from doing that? Yeah, yeah. I've burned all the boats. I'm in. Uh, I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm going to give Jesus everything I've got. And um, yeah, yeah. If you fall down, all he says is get up. Oh, that's all he says. Get up, keep going. He it's didn't thinking, say don't fall down. You're going to fall, but he said get up. 
And then if I'm coming alongside you, I can help you get up too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we can, we can live that life. So David, thank you again uh, for your conversations with us, your mm-hmm. wisdom, your thoughts. And, and Tracy, this has been, this has been nice. You know, thank you for the about. invitation. Yeah. So, well, it's nice to connect with you again, my friend. And uh, I appreciate you giving me an opportunity for what uh, a decade of my life that I, it's, it's, it was life-changing and life-forming. And uh, mm-hmm. you will always be my friend, brother. And, Thank you. Uh, mm, appreciate you much. Tracy, just think about the uh, so many lives that, that God has touched through mm-hmm. David and through, through others, uh, through others who are, who are making a difference, who are um, just following through on the calling that God has placed upon our lives. And, and we're choosing to find ways to make sure that our next steps are our best steps. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, a weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you joined us. You can find us on your favorite podcast providers. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Check out our show notes for more information regarding guest contact information. Tracy Reynolds' new book, Second Chair Leadership, How to Serve, Thrive, and Lead from Where You Play, is available now at ctracyreynolds.com or Amazon. Chris Maxwell's 11th book, Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Services is available now at chrismaxwell.me or Amazon, where you can find all of Chris's previous books as well. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. You can find their musical releases at casualamericans.com or your favorite music supplier. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us again next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. Things fill my